imagine starting a new job as the executive director of a chamber of commerce in the middle of a pandemic? Well, that's what Heidi Presswood did. I'm Kate Rice with Monroe County Matters. And here's my conversation with Heidi about her new job with the Sparta Area Chamber of Commerce. We talked about a lot of stuff, like how quickly local financial institutions stepped up to the plate to help local businesses. And we talked about the future too. Yeah, there's a post-COVID world out there, folks. I interviewed Heidi right after I'd interviewed Kaylee Day of the Monroe County Health Department. And that meant how to safely do business during a pandemic was top of mind for me. So the first question I asked her was about using face masks. Okay, so let's talk masks. How does that work both at the chamber and then just your, your practice? Patrons come in and talk to Wendy and buy their passes. Uh, she's behind a plexiglass barrier, barricade. The chamber offices are in the old Sparta train depot. It sits at the juncture of two bike trails. One is the Sparta Elroy bike trail, considered the first rail-to-trail route in the nation. And the offices are also at the start of the La Crosse River Trail. Both of these trails run on the old Chicago and Northwestern rail beds. You can buy tickets for the trail at the chamber offices. Me going out more to more meetings and things like that, I, I wear a mask just because I have health issues. I'm in that higher risk population of my mom and my mother-in-law are both cancer survivors and have their own health issues. So, you know, people can choose to wear one. People can choose not to wear one because it is a choice. I choose to wear one just to keep myself safe and, and those I am visiting safe as well. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And, and like I said, moving forward, a lot of people are pushing to start with the face-to-face -face meetings again, in which case, I don't know where those people have been. I don't, you know, and I'm not one to pry and ask, so I will do my own thing and I will wear a mask. You can do what you want to do. Same with concerts in the park. If and when concerts in the park start back up, even though we're outside and you choose to wear a mask, wear your mask. I ask that you don't sit there and, and deter from the music that's playing and, and complain and if you don't want to wear a mask, then don't wear a mask. If you don't think the concert should be going on, then don't come. There are people that want to get out and people that want to do things, and we're trying to make the best of what we're doing to entertain the masses. Yeah, and I have to say, I am such, I mean, I can't stand the, the masks, but I wear them all the time because if everybody wears a mask, we can just be right back to business. Right. Like before, and I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. I made a comment to somebody the other day. She said, oh, I just, I get tired of wearing them all day long. And I says, well, you could be wearing a ventilator instead all day long. Thank you, Heidi. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Heidi's resume is scary impressive. As a young mom, she offered in-home daycare in her home in Cataract. But she added onto that quickly by helping to revive Cataract's 4-H club. Once her kids got a little older, she went to work for SurfPro, which does commercial cleaning, like after a fire or a flood, that kind of commercial cleaning. First, she was a marketing rep, and then she became marketing manager. That meant she got involved with businesses and chambers in Black River Falls, La Crosse, Toma, Sparta, West Salem. That led to her helping organize Sparta's young professionals arm of the chamber. Name a chamber initiative, cabin fever, 
golf outing, Old Fashioned Fourth of July, and a whole bunch more she's been involved. And then, as if that weren't enough, this past spring, she was elected to the Sparta School Board. She's kind of the perfect candidate to take over a chamber in the middle of a pandemic. It's kind of hilarious (laughs) that you started this job in the middle of the pandemic. So I was going to save that for the end, but why don't we just start out with that? Uh, So my very first day by myself without John was June 8th. John is John Hendricks, the former head of the chamber and the former superintendent of schools in Sparta. She came on board May 26th, and there's been plenty to do. The chamber has been busy doing things like, you know, we've done trail cleanups. We've hosted a couple lunch and learns. We hosted a business after five at the Barney Center, which was well attended. Uh, So just doing what we can right now during the current situation. But then the chamber worked to throw a financial lifeline to hard-hit local businesses. Yeah, so the chamber had uh, partnered with a couple other businesses in the area to offer grants to these small businesses, knowing at some point uh, funds were tight and that we were all going to have to reopen. So we ran that the first week of May. We had a grant application process where local businesses steps outlined and and give us their plan on how they were going to reopen and what they were going to need to reopen. Uh, So we awarded quite a few grant monies, grant recipients, uh, some money to to help them in that process. Uh, So coming on board now as the director, we had decided to run a second round of grants because we had another business step up and say, hey, I've got some money. Let's share it with everybody. Uh, We had seven businesses, local businesses ask for for money if they hadn't previously asked for it. And, you know, it goes through a team to decide who who ranks where and who gets what. And I just sent those checks out last week. Um, So coming on board at this time, I thought that maybe it would almost be frowned upon or not looked at in the best of light just because of what everything that was going on and what everybody was going through. Uh, But, you know, it's never ever a good time to start a new job for anybody anywhere. So I just kind of, you know, head first and and dove in, I guess. So So you just basically went to work and helped (laughs) businesses apply for grants and get yep, initially, yeah. So, and then with the second round of grants, the we're all in grant. Part of the application process was to have a letter from an established financial institute or the chamber of commerce or the city saying that your business was open in February of 2020, and that the chamber is here to help you get back to business, get back to where you were essentially. So, I did write quite a few letters for the businesses that reached out, as long as they were good standing members, uh, you know, they ha- most of them have been part of the chamber for a long time. And ultimately, my focus and priority is to take care of my our members. But I do believe in small businesses. And I do want our small businesses to be helped as much as they can. And I want to do what I can to make sure that everybody comes back when we whatever the new back may be. 
Right. And now this, we're all in, this was from the WEDC. Is that right? Or, or through the WEDC? Yes. The Wisconsin Economic Development Commission. And the first round of grants were, where did they come from? So the first round of grants was a chamber initiated. The chamber reached out to a couple different uh, larger businesses, banks here in town to have this money to give to our local business owners. Wow. And then once the, that first round of grants was done, uh, we had another bank come up and say, hey, I didn't be a part of the first one. I want to do another one. So ultimately, we ran a second grant program through the chamber to do to give out some more money to be helpful. And then the Wisconsin Economic Development Grant at the state level. Wow. So the first the first institutions to step up to the plate to help everybody get rolling again were local banks. Yes. That is so cool. That is like such grassroots helping. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's a wonderful story. Did all the businesses open up right away? What kind of shape were all the businesses in? A lot of business owners were getting ready for this. Uh, if and when it did happen, that they were in, they were set to go, that there wouldn't be uh, as many hiccups as they, you know, trying to keep those down to a minimum as much as possible. So a lot of people were trying to be prepared for whenever it happened, even though they didn't know when it would open up. So even though the Supreme Court decision was somewhat abrupt, a lot of people were pretty much in a good position, maybe not to open up the next day the way you could if you had a few days notice, but um, but still pretty, okay, so that's good. Now, what I wanted to know was what are the resources the chamber is providing its businesses as they navigate in a this new environment and one that's changing. Like right now, Monroe County is in severe, they're at the severe threat level. The COVID compass that Monroe County is doing in conjunction with La Crosse and Vernon and, and these surrounding counties, that Monroe County was at a severe level. And that was one of my questions for them. So the chamber stays in very close touch with the Monroe County Health Department to keep its members informed of what's happening in the county and the safe practices the health department recommends. However, it is also an organization whose landlord is the Department of Natural Resources, so it has to comply with DNR guidelines in its, in its day-to-day operations. And it also deals with consumers, visitors who come into the chamber to buy trail passes and get information. Here's how it handles all of that. Our building is owned by the DNR and we operate out of this building. Uh, we take direction from the DNR, but being the health department, I thought better to ask them first what we should or should not be doing. Uh, being located on the trail, we see people from Texas. We see, you know, we see people from from all over. And I explained to them that, you know, we we have the hand sanitizer, we have the plexiglass. Uh, we're wiping those high touch surfaces after every person that comes in. We're keeping people to two patrons at a time in the building besides the staff. Um, so those are the types of things that that we're taking upon ourselves to make sure that we're up on, we're, we're following the guidelines as, as so we should be. Uh, so resource wise, 
our office manager, Wendy, sends out an email blast just about every Monday. And those resources are listed in that email blast. So when the PPP loan was first announced, she had stuff in there in regarding the information, where to find it, how to apply, things like that. So we're all in grant that we, they just finished up. Information wasn't there with the links, and you could call the chamber to get the letter if you needed to. You know, and then again with the CDC and, and our membership coordinator, Erica, is sending those emails out to vendors that we work with. Uh, we sent it to the farmer's market, and a lot of those people at the farmer's market are doing a lot of the things already that the CDC recommends. Down the line, the chamber will work with the health department about events such as the concerts in the park and and do the golf outing. We want to start bringing people back to, back together, but to make sure we're doing it in the safest manner possible. And a lot of those resources, like I said, are in the email blast or they're on our Facebook page. Uh, we do a good job of posting them. And on our website, we have a, a link that you can click on there for more of those resources. You're the one out there staying on top of information and then making sure the members have it at their fingertips. Wonderful that you're working, gonna be talking to the health department more about reintroducing all these wonderful programs. Along with doing all of this, Heidi has some other very creative ideas, like an edible landscape. The trail is a, is a busy place. The trail sees over, I looked yesterday, 35,000 people a, a summer. And with the DNR starting improvement on the, the landslide spots and things like that at the end of the summer here, you know, I want to provide something a little bit more on the trail and uh, I want to bring in uh, edible landscape to our area here. So I'm working with Sharon at the health department to see with, you know, the CDC recommendations of not having raw fruits and veggies, how I'm going to make it work. But uh, we've got a couple weeks yet before, you know, tomatoes start turning red and things like that. So I've, I've got just a little bit of time, but I'm waiting for direction from her. What is an edible landscape? Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So, yeah. um, so it's kind of a personal thing. Uh, I'm a diabetic and I utilize the trail and there's no, there's, there's snacks and, you know, you can get off at the quick trip or speeds has beverages. Mm -hmm. I want to offer something, one community based, visitor based. So having edible plants and veggies and, and fruits and things like that, that people can just come and pick and, and take with them as they continue their journey down the trail. So the cherry tomatoes uh -huh. and the mini cucumbers and the whole beans and snap peas yeah. and, and then ultimately bringing in a rain barrel for that, you know, non-potable water to help with the watering and the rinsing of the veggies and, uh -huh. and things like that. And so I finally got the okay from the DNR to, to go ahead and do that as long as it stays in pots. So utilizing, you know, the, the garden club that's in town or the FFA students from the high school or 4-H students along with Sparta Floral to kind of help in the DNR to create this partnership to have something really impressive out here to, to give people more reason. Oh yeah, we need to go back to this trail because they had this cool garden there. And, and while we're there, you know, let's go downtown and check out the little shops in downtown. So, uh -huh. okay. 
I hope it works. <laughs> Love it. Oh, me too. Me too. And if it doesn't work right away, I mean, it's you can get it set up. That's a I love that idea. Heidi credits her husband, Rob, for the idea. He actually started it down in La Crosse at the Mayo campus. He's got tomatoes outside the front door. So as you walk into the building, you know, you smell fresh tomatoes. Meanwhile, it's busy on the bike trail. From what I'm seeing personally, there are more people using the trail at this time right now. Speeds down the road, they're completely out of bikes. They can't get any in. You know, so biking has become a more prominent activity. And it's great to see a lot of times in the morning, I see dads pulling their kids on trailers or dads with their kids riding their bike. Whole families are coming by. There was a super funny group of ladies that that sat out here under one of the trees and had lunch and then they continued on their ride. So it's been it's been entertaining in a way for me to to watch this happen outside my window. And it's exciting all at the same time. So if it continues this way, I hope people come back year after year, you know, to to enjoy the trail. And, and this this is a good time for the trail right now. Now, if people go into town from the bike trail right now, are all the restaurants open or at least doing takeout? Most of the restaurants are open. They Some of them are doing sit-in dining. So hey, maybe hop on your bike or just take a walk on the trail and maybe join the Chamber of Commerce. I did. This has been another by the Seat of My Pants production. Theme music by Peter Danilovitz. <laughs>